0: I don't know if everybody shouted down here and dropped in your tithe and shouted back or shouted while you were texting to the number that was on the screen 423 I don't know if you did that y'all don't get too far away now thank God for what he's doing amen you know Sunday's Need to be a celebration Of what God has been doing all week That's what's supposed to happen around right here on Sunday We're supposed to be celebrating Those that got saved Those that got sanctified and baptized in the Holy Ghost Those that got a severance package of 20000 extra And then a sign-on of 5000 extra And then another salary We're supposed to be celebrating the playgrounds That kids get over at the school we're so supposed to be celebrating when our sister has her blinded eyes open. She couldn't drive. She couldn't see. And now she was blind, but now she can see. And now she's driving her car again and going back to work. That, we're supposed to be celebrating those kinds of things. So you got to share your faith during the week. You got to tell somebody during the week now If you were listening if you were paying attention You just got five or six testimony stories that you can share this week at work And then pray for somebody (laughs) And then when you pray for them you'll come back next sunday with another Testimony story See that's the way it works Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Well, welcome to Metro Tab on this Sunday, last Sunday of January 2020. What? 2023 on the 29th day. Numbers are significant in the Bible. They're so significant that God has a book. It's called... Numbers, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, numbers. So numbers must be important. How many, how many of you were born on the 29th day of any month? Let me see your hand. Anybody? We got any 29s here? There's one over here, Asher was. There's one over here. I don't know if you know what the number 29 means, but it's on the screen for you. It has three, it's a threefold meaning. Number one, the number 29 means departure. It means I'm not going to stay here in stagnant places. I'm not going to stay in one location. I'm not going to get stuck in sin. I'm not going to park In my problem, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going somewhere. I have a calling. I have an anointing. I have a vision. God has a purpose for my life. He actually allowed me to be born on the 29th day. If you weren't born on the 29th day, that's okay. It comes around every month. You can stand on that day and say, this is my day, this is the number of 29, this is the day where I'm making a choice and a decision, I'm going somewhere. I'm, I have a plan, I have a future, I have a destiny, so I'm departing from the old life, the old place, and I'm going somewhere, departure. But then it also means you have been chosen by God. Wow, you were born on a day, and you're living on a day today, you've been chosen by God. I read in my Bible where he said, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, his own peculiar people. You've been chosen by God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm special. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it. I'm special because you were chosen by the God of the universe. And then 29 is a compound number. The number two means double. And the number nine is the number of birthing. Two nines, double birthing. In the book of James, it says every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down. Somebody say download. Download. And the Bible says His mercies are new every morning. So every morning we get a fresh download of His mercies, of His blessings, of His favor. Of his joy, of his strength, of his hope, of his resources. I'm preaching better than you're shouting. And he says, I have double birthing for you, double for your trouble. So here we are, the last Sunday of 2023, January. Not December, but January, the first month. And some of y'all have already quit saying Happy New Year. You said it once or twice the first day, and that's it. Happy Happy New Year! It is a new year. We just have a few hours left in the first month of this new year. I said Happy New Year to somebody a few weeks ago. And I think it was one of the girls said, it's not Happy New Year now. I said, yes, it is. It's still Happy New Year. It's still January. I say Happy New Year all month long. Why would you not? Are you just an old flooded dud? (laughs) Why would you not? God's given us a new month, a new year, a new day. And today is the day of double birthing. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you today as you launch this new year, as you stepped out of 2022, as you come to the close of the first month of the new year, I hope, I pray, you are well on your way to your new year's resolutions. I hope you haven't already quit. look at your neighbor and say i'm not a quitter i hope that that you have written your vision and you've made it plain on tablets i hope it's on your phone because that's what you carry with you all the time so i hope it's right there on notes So you can just pull it up and you can read it throughout the day. Instead of reading trash, you can pull up your vision that you wrote. You can pull it up and read it. Make a declaration over your life every day. Spend time praying, talking to God and thanking Him. Come on somebody. Thanking Him that He put that in you because I told you in James every good gift and every perfect gift comes down. He has made a download in you. If you wrote it down you might think it was your idea. You might think that you were the creative one. No. The creator put it in you so you would write it down in obedience and then you would walk it out in faith come on somebody so i'm going to tell you as we step into this year as we walk through this year this year of departure this year that you've been chosen by god this year of double birthing that you can live free in 2023 It's not working, Veronica, so go to the next slide. So, here's what you gotta do. I shouldn't have to tell you this, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Do the right thing. I shouldn't have to tell people of God to do the right thing. You ought to know to do the right thing. You shouldn't have to be told. You shouldn't have to be reminded. You shouldn't have to write it down. You ought to know that we are supposed to do the right thing at all times. Sundays included. Well, I heard what you said. Well, that's the day I do it. Yeah. Well, then let me say Monday through Saturday included. Do the right thing. The psalmist said in Psalm 37, do not worry because of evildoers nor be envious toward wrongdoers. They're going to be here forever. There's always people that do evil. There are always folks that are doing wrong. But that's not you. Even if you used to be an evildoer, even if you used to be a wrongdoer. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things are brand new. And he wants you to step out of that season and step into the season of doing the right thing. People with the wrong agenda are a reality. They are everywhere. Offense is a reality. How many have been offended in the last 12 months? Let me see your hand. Come on, keep it up. You've been offended in the last 12 months. How many have been offended in the last 12 days? Let me see your hand. Have many have been offended in the last 24 hours? Here, I'm going to tell you what to do. Listen carefully. Look at me. Listen carefully. Here's what you do when you're offended. Get over it. <laughs> Get over it. Because <laughs> let me tell you, you're going to be offended again. My friend, Clint Brown, he, uh, <laughs> he tells people, He said, if I don't offend you when I preach, he said, if you will come up here at the end of the service, I will offend you personally. (laughs) He lives it, Rita said, Pastor Rita. So, get over it. Offense is a reality. We need healthy boundaries to maintain peace. I understand that. Guard your peace. Guard your peace. Guard your integrity. But no matter what, do the right thing regardless of the people around you, regardless of the people on your job, the people in your family, maybe even in your own house. Do the right thing. If you're going to make it, you have to do the right thing. Go to the next slide. It's not working. And then you've got get to the, get the right perspective. Get the right perspective. That says keep the right perspective, but you've got to get it first. Look at your neighbor say so he's talking to you right there. See, people get all out of balance, they get the wrong perspective. You know why you have the wrong perspective? Because you're living in a low place. And you can't see everything. You can't see what's going on because you're graveling in the dirt in a low place struggling thinking nobody loves you nobody cares nobody's helping you you you're in too low of a place in order to get the right perspective you've got to get your head up you've got to lift up your head lift up your eyes the bible says look up and lift up your eyes your redemption is drawing near you've got to look unto the hills from where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord. Get out of the low place and get up. You've gotta get up to a higher place. You've gotta go higher. Touch somebody and tell them, go higher. Tell them, go higher. When you go one step higher, Everything changes. When you go two steps higher, it really begins to change. When you go three steps higher, then every you begin to see further and different and better. When you go four steps higher, it really changes. But if you want it to really change, you've got to get just five steps or six steps or seven steps higher. You can go eight steps, nine steps, ten steps higher. But the higher you go. The better your perspective, the better your vision, the further you can see. Everything changes when you go higher. Touch somebody say, go higher. Tell them like community. Go higher, go higher, go higher. How do you go higher? On your knees. You go higher on your knees. You go higher with your worship. You go higher with your praise. You want to go higher? humble yourself in the sight of the lord humble yourself go lower and you'll go higher See, you you have to die to live you have to give to gain see it don't make sense from the from the human perspective from our culture from our society you go lower so you can go higher. You give so you can receive. That's what he said. Give and you shall receive. Give and it shall be given back to you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Will men give to you? Did that work today for Catherine and Tim? They didn't come in here asking you to give to them. But look what God did. Because God is in the giving business and you cannot outgive God. Trust, rely on, and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on His faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires and the petitions of your heart. Yeah. Feed on His faithfulness. Stop feeding on your frustration. Stop feeding on your offense Shake it off Come on, shake it off Do something about it I mean literally Shake it off Shake off the offense Shake off your past Shake off 2022 and 21 and 20 and 19 Or as far back as you have to go 2010 I don't know when they hurt you Shake it off Shake it off and go higher Shake it off and quit letting them suck you back in Make sure your desires line up with his will. Because he does have a will for you. He doesn't have a plan. He does have a purpose. So you've got to get the right perspective first and then keep it. Keep it. Why do you get the right perspective? You get around the right people. You come to a place like this and everything changes. You go, man, I, I love that. I love that. And then you go right back out there and act like you used to. Why would you go back? See, right now, some of y'all thinking, I wish you'd quit. Now, I want to go. I've got to go eat. <laughs> if you're taking medicine, it's 1156. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what you want to go out there for. There's, there's really nothing out there. It's raining anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It. Get the right perspective and then keep it. Hold on to it. And then you've got to forgive. Rita already preached this point. She said, let it go. Or was it Adam? One of y'all preached it. Let it go. Let it go. There's some things that you need to let go. Be still before the Lord. Do not fret, whine, and cry, and agonize because of the prosperity of some, the Bible says in that verse. The rest of verse 7. Cease from anger and anger, and abandon wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. Do this. Now, let it go. Symbolically, let it go. Whatever you've been holding on to, let it go. Whatever you've been holding to, let it go. Whatever you've been holding on, let it go. See, some of y'all are getting tight now. You you don't want to let it go. You, You don't want to trust him. Anger is a trap. The Bible says, put it away. Stop whining and grumbling. The Israelites spent 40 years in the wilderness because they grumbled and complained. How long do you want to keep lapping the mountain? He'll let you just keep on lapping it. Keep on grumbling. Keep on complaining. See, some folks find everything wrong with where God sends you. Wow, We've had people come here and say, God sent us here. Then in a few days, they're gone. God didn't send them here to leave. At least not that soon. So if God sent you here, He knew what we would be. He knew how we acted around here. He knew what we teach from His Word. So if He sent you here, don't get offended because you don't like the way it's served. I mean, just because you like mild food and we serve it spicy... If it's causing your stomach problems, then we'll pray for you so you can be healed. And I'm probably the least spicy in the crowd. We have some spicy folk up in here, don't we? That sing and preach and prophesy and apostolize. Now they're making fun of me. But I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to get offended. I'm not going to let it hurt me. I'm not going to get offended because I didn't get to sing a a, a song in the Christmas musical. I'm not going to get offended. I'm going to let it go. Because truth is I could have sung one if I'd wanted to. Matter of fact, they asked me to sing one. Was it Father's Day? They they invited me to sing one on Father's Day, and I said, no, I'm I'm not gonna do it. Y'all do it. I'm gonna stay in my lane. But if I could sing, I would sing, Let It Go, Let It Go. Look at your neighbor and say, Let it go. We got to let it go we got to keep going forward see people park in their problem they park in the rain they park in the storm it starts storming around them and they just park and they say oh this is a terrible storm you think it will ever leave well one mile up the road it's sunny and clear one mile east it's sunny and clear one mile west it's sunny and clear one mile behind you it's sunny and clear and if you want to stay in the storm I see people on this in the summer when these thunderstorms come they'll 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 put on their flashers first and they slow down to be safe and that's fine and then they'll park they just pull over on the side of the interstate and park and one mile up the road it's sunny and clear and there's no rain they park why do you park in your problem why do you park in your offense why do you park in your poverty why do you park In your sickness why do you part in your situation have you not read this book by his stripes you are healed have you not read this book he will supply all of your need according to his wealth and glory have you not read this book see people part but we got to keep going forward Jeremiah 7 verse 24 it said the children of Israel would not listen and they would not pay attention And they went backwards instead of forward. The children of Israel, the chosen children of God, they would not listen, they would not pay attention, and they went backward instead of forward. That sounds like children, doesn't it? Well, he called them the children of Israel. But he said in his word, I would that you be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Quit acting like a baby. Let me give you a big compliment. You, going, you ready for this one? Grab your chair so it won't run off when I say it. Grab your chair. I'm going to compliment you. Here we go. Grow up! Oh, did I offend you? I'm so sorry. If I offended you, I apologize. Please let, me, please let me apologize to you. I'm sorry. Grow up! Quit acting like a baby. Or you have to go back to drinking milk. You can't have no steak if you're going to act like a baby. If you're going to be a baby. Ain't no cows here. (laughs) Ain't no sacred cows here. I heard about a church one time. They wanted to move the piano from this side of the stage to this side of the stage. True story. And they made such a fuss. The pastor came up with a brilliant idea. He said, we're going to move it one inch a week. He said, it may take us a year to get it to the other side. Probably took longer than that because that would only be 52 inches. I don't know how big the stage was. But it was, they, they moved it an inch a week. So people didn't notice it. <laughs> True. I, I pastored a few religious churches like that, but man, we... We broke, we killed the spirit of religion. Religion hates me. Religion hates me. Psalm 37, verse 23 says, The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord. And he delights in his way and blesses his path and when he falls because he will we're all we're all human when he falls he will not be hurled down why because the lord is the one who holds his hand and sustains him i need to tell somebody today if you have stumbled if you have fallen do not give up do not quit do not feel that you are a failure. Everybody has fallen. We've all messed up. We've all stumbled. We've all scraped our knee. We've all scraped our elbows. Every one of us. Do not feel like just because you fall, it's over. And you are not supposed to be a Christian. And you can't make it. The devil is a liar. And he will do everything he can to, con- to convince you and to deceive you that it's over. But when you fall... You're not even going to be hurled down because the Lord is holding to your hand He will sustain you verse 25 says I've never seen the righteous forsaken I have been young and now I am old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken I have not seen the righteous those in right standing with God abandoned or forsaken or his descendants out begging or pleading for bread God will take care of you. You will stumble you will fall, but he's holding your hand don't quit don't give up Keep going forward because everything about you was built to go forward. Does that help anybody? There's a scripture that comes to my mind and it's in Numbers chapter 33, I believe around verse 55. And it said, the Lord told the children of Israel when they went into the promised land, he said, drive the enemies out. And they didn't drive all the enemies out. And the Lord said in Numbers 33, he said, drive them out because if you don't, they will be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side. And let me tell you something. If you don't drive the enemy out of your life, you will have pricks in your eyes that will blind you, that will will prevent you. From seeing the blessings of God, the goodness of God, the provision of God, the anointing of God, the faithfulness of God, you'll have pricks in your eyes and you'll be struggling because you cannot see. And then at the same time, you'll have cricks in your side, thorns in your side that are causing you pain so you won't be able to see. You'll be constantly worrying and fretting over what's happening around you and what's happening to you when all you had to do was drive the enemy out of your life. And I heard what you said. Well, I can't do it. I'm so weak. I can't do it. Here's the good news. The battle is the Lord's. The victory is yours. All you have to do is be faithful. And if you will be faithful, he will take care of you. We need, he, he orders our steps. The steps of a good man and a righteous man are directed. They are ordered. So choose wisely. Make the right choice. Make the righteous choice. Do the right thing. He is the source of your life. So do the right thing. Get the right perspective. Keep the right perspective. Let it go. Keep going forward. And when you do that, the integrity that you maintain will bring favor and blessing to your life. Verse 37 says, Mark the blameless man. Mark him. Mark him. He may be a mentor for you. Mark the blameless man who is spiritually complete. And behold the upright who walks in moral integrity. There is a good future for the man of peace because a life of honor blesses one's descendants. So when you, when you are walking in the favor and the integrity of God, it will bring favor. It will bring blessing to you. Your daily choices matter. Your spiritual growth should be intentional. Intentional. So many people don't even know where they're going they hadn't written you haven't written any goals down this year I said it a few minutes ago, but here it is January the 29th. You want the blessings of God You want the favor of God and you've not written one goal down for this year much less For the next two years the next five years the next 10 years the next 20 years Rita and I came here to plant this church 20 years ago after praying for one year because we had written down goals and plans and visions for the future of our ministry and we prayed one year and i said lord and i told rita i said we will know at the end of this year if we're going to stay where we are for the next 20 or if god's going to take us somewhere else and we prayed from january until november and on wednesday night before thanksgiving the lord spoke to us and i told her when we went home that night i said we know I said, the season is changing. We are, we are transitioning. I don't know when and where, but it won't be long. And it wasn't just a couple of months that we left there and we came here. And we planted this church. It was about a year and a half before the church was planted. But we came trusting the Lord and we walked in His favor. During that last year and a half, I had bought a brand new Suburban. It's a long time ago, I'll tell you, because it only cost $43,000. You can't buy an electric car for $43,000 now. And you sure can't buy a Suburban new for $43,000. It was $2,000. And it had 10,000 miles on it, and I had paid $10,000 down. I had a side note, and I owed $33,000 on it. And the Lord spoke to us on a Sunday morning and said, Give that Suburban to that man and I did, and I gave my shoes to another man that day, and I went home, and she gave, I had just given her a new ring, and she gave it away that day, and so I went home, I took the man to my house on the way I stopped, I had given my shoes away, that's another story, I don't have time to tell today, but I gave the shoes away, and before I gave him the new Suburban, what do you do, you go by the station and fill it up, so I went by, and I filled it up, I stood out there pumping the fuel in my Stockin feet," people call, you know. So I was out there pumping the gas. <laughs> and went to the house. I had the title, because I had it on a side note, and I gave him the title, I signed it over and I gave it to him, still in my stocking feet, my socks. and he drove off in it. Because he had a ministry, and the Lord said, give it to him for that ministry. That's the good part. Now, here's the part that I could get offended over. He sold it. He didn't use it for ministry. He sold it, and he got a divorce. But I didn't miss it. He missed it. And when we got this building, the Lord said, this is the harvest off of that $43,000 suburban, this building. This building that you're sitting in, look around and say this building. Just look around and say this building was the harvest off of that seed I don't know what you're praying for but if you'll release a seed God will do it if you'll believe God for your miracle for your breakthrough sow a seed and God will give you a harvest sow a seed and God will give you a breakthrough sow a seed and everything will turn around sow a seed and watch the miracle power of God operate in your life come on somebody As a matter of fact, right now, I've got one more point, but I want you to get out your money. Get out. I'm not taking an offering. I I just want you to get it out. If If you need a financial breakthrough, get out your money or get out a wallet or get out a checkbook or get out a purse or something and just hold it in your hand and pray this declaration with me right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? You got it out? Just say, Thank you, God. I am the blessed of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored I am a sower I am a giver I am a tither I am obedient to the tithe I am obedient to the Word of God I sowed a seed today don't lie I sowed a seed today and I'm believing God to meet all of my need according to his wealth in heaven in the name of Jesus I am blessed I am financially free My debts are paid. My debts are canceled. Increase is coming to my hand. Overflow is in my hand. I will sow and I will reap. I will plant and I will harvest. My harvest is overwhelming. My increase is overwhelming. Finances are coming to me. I am a magnet. I am anointed to receive the resources God has for me. I am obedient, I am blessed, I am highly favored. I am walking in the increase of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now if you didn't sow a seed earlier, before you leave, you need to put a seed in these baskets. If you haven't paid tithes, we are in a 90-day tithe challenge, or is it a 30-day? It's a 30-day tithe challenge. You need to pay your tithes. Try God and see what God will do. Is there somebody that needs a healing in your body? Nobody? Oh, y'all ready to go home? I know there's some folks that need healing in your body. Put your hand on your body right there in Jesus' name. Reach your hand toward him. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak healing to Gaber in the name of Jesus. We break every assignment. We come against every curse, every generational curse. We come against every attack of the enemy, every spirit of fear. We rebuke it. We refuse it in the name of Jesus. We declare him healed from his head to his toe. Every cell, every bone, every muscle, every nerve, every tendon, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now stand up, Gaber. Stand up in faith. Stand up in Jesus' name. Rise and be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now open your mouth and praise the Lord. Just open your mouth and praise him. Bless him. Hallelujah. Open your mouth as a praiser. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody you got a diagnosis about your kidney. You've been having problems with your kidney. I don't know what it is I don't even think it's kidney stones. You you've had a problem with your kidney I don't know if you've been in dialysis if that's you run down here right now. God's gonna heal you Where are you? Where are you? Where are you you? somebody you got a kidney problem in Jesus name? It's Aurora put your hand on your left side and your right side father in Jesus name we speak healing to Aurora now in the name of Jesus we rebuke every every attack we rebuke kidney problems she's too young In Jesus' name, and if she was 50 or 80, it wouldn't matter. We speak healing in Jesus' name. We break the assignment. We declare her healed, the heal of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We declare it now, now, now in Jesus' name. We break the assignment. We thank you, Lord. She is healed by your stripes. She is healed in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Somebody, you've got problems with your shoulder. I don't know if it's like a, a torn rotator cuff. Where are you? You got a problem in your shoulder. Where are you? Come up here. Is that you? Come here. You got a problem too? Huh? A torn rotator cuff. I've had both of mine torn. And the Lord did surgery. I didn't go to the doctor. I could I couldn't raise my arm. I couldn't throw. They're both healed. They're both healed. And I had a I had torn rotator different times. But I had the right one torn, the left one torn. I am healed of the Lord. He is a healer. Put your hand where the pain is. Put your hand where the pain is. Father, in the name of Jesus. It's both. It's both. Both shoulders. Well, today is the day of double birthing he's birthing healing in both today in both in jesus name in the name of jesus we declare healing we rebuke every assignment we rebuke it we rebuke it we speak to these rotator cuffs be healed be healed father in jesus name heal 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 recreate if you need to lord whatever you need to do we speak healing to this shoulder in the name of jesus we rebuke the pain pain you're a trespasser you are leaving you are leaving in jesus name you have no right to stay in the name of jesus you have no legal right you are leaving his body in jesus name pain you are leaving by his stripes You are healed, Chris, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now put your hand down and begin to do what you couldn't do. Start slow. Just do what you couldn't do. Do what you couldn't do. How does it feel? What does that mean? Does that mean it hurts a little bit, it hurts a lot, or it's still hurting real bad? It's tight, but it feels better. Move that one. How was that one? That one's the good one? Is that, oh, they're both bad. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, they're a lot better, but we know that you're not the God of just a lot better. You're the God of completion. You're the God of the healed. In Jesus' name, by your stripes, I speak healing to these shoulders, to these rotator cuff. In Jesus' name, we command them to be healed, to function like they should. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, now do what you couldn't do. Do what you couldn't do. What does it feel like now? Huh? There's no more pain. He said there's no more pain. Check them. Do what you couldn't do. Raise your hands and praise the Lord. Thank you. Say, Lord, you have healed me. You are my healer. I receive my healing now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak healing to this shoulder. We rebuke the pain. We rebuke damage. We rebuke whatever the problem is. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing, healing now in Jesus' name. By His stripes, you are healed. You are healed. You are healed. Now do what you couldn't do. Do what you couldn't do. Pain, you are leaving. Pain, you are leaving now. Go, go, go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah.